Welcome to Monster Questions. I'm your host, John Timmerman, founder and CEO of Good Monster, a digital marketing firm in Syracuse, New York. Monster Questions is the show, if this is your first time, where we answer your questions about business, startups, brand building, marketing, and basically how to grow any idea in today's social digital world. It's a crazy world out there. Uh, we live our lives on these things on the internet, and we're here to answer your questions to try to help you present your idea, to get in front of more people, to get more attention, and to hopefully grow your business. Uh, we have some exciting things coming up. We're going to be doing some Q&A shows with guests, um, some guests that have done some really cool things in business. Um, uh, they're entrepreneurs or influencers, and really excited to have some more people on the show co-answering your questions. So stay tuned, keep watching the episodes, and make sure you subscribe to see if your question is featured um, or some of the cool questions that are featured and uh, what our answers are. So today's question is from Liz. Hi John, my name is Liz um, and my question for you is how do you become an influencer? Could you talk about how somebody kind of chooses what kind of niche they want and uh, build up a following? Thank you. So if you're brand new to the business world, you're just kind of diving into entrepreneurship and figuring out if you're going to start your business or you have a really successful business and you're just now starting to get into social media, digital marketing, you're trying to learn how to grow your brand online. Influencers are basically online celebrities, right? Uh, way back in the day before the internet, there were athletes and movie stars and TV stars and those were the people that brands went to to try to rep their product or uh, experience, be a spokesperson for their service. Now with the internet, then it went to bloggers and bloggers would get a lot of attention uh, in different niches like cooking or fashion and brands would then go to the bloggers and say, hey, can you, uh, we'll pay you or give you free stuff if you could talk about our product. Social media comes out and now we call them influencers and these are social media personalities that have their own personal brands in millions of different niches, niches, and brands go to them to try to uh, talk about their product, present their product, promote their product, right? And so Liz wants to know how do you become an influencer? How do you pick a, a niche and you know, how do you grow your brand there? So at Good Monster, we work with a lot of different influencers. Uh, so we really understand how that market and, and how that kind of dynamic works. And so there's a few different types of influencer relationships that you can have uh, as a brand, right? Or a few different relationships you can have as an influencer with a brand. If you're a smaller influencer, you're new to the, uh, the industry, and you're just getting started, but you have a decent sized following, chances are you're going to, uh, you're going to have kind of a, a, a trade or a bartering type arrangement with a brand, meaning they're going to send you some products in exchange for your promotion of those products. The bigger you grow, the more you have to leverage. The more influence you have, whether it be on Instagram or YouTube or whatever it might be, uh, the more leverage that you have, the more attention that you have from people, the more you can leverage uh, from a brand. So financial uh, financial perks, being paid, uh, 
monthly stipends, quarterly stipends to present uh, or promote a product in addition to free products. You might get a piece of the company or a piece of that product. You might have your own signature version. There's a lot of different levels to becoming an influencer. But let's boil it down to where to start, right? So let's say you're brand new and you wanna know how to become an influencer. Well, step number one is you have to know that in today's digital world, everyone can sniff out when you're being fake. So you wanna make sure you are going into a niche that you can be authentic in. Um, I can talk about digital marketing and entrepreneurship all day long because I have a lot of experience in it. Um, I've started several businesses. A couple have failed, so I know the failure side. A couple have succeeded, so I know the, su the uh, success side. Um, so that's kind of my niche here on this show. Your niche might be uh, polo. You might be the best polo player, or you might just love polo, and you love everything about it. Um, we're talking horse polo here, uh, but I guess water polo also. But you want to find a niche that you are passionate about, that you can talk to, no matter what the question is, no matter what the product is, that you're going to understand uh, that whole industry, right? So step one is you want to figure out a niche that you're going to be passionate about, consistent with, and, and you're going to be able to grow your brand underneath. So whether that's polo, water polo, soccer, uh, lighting, camera lighting, um, you know, whatever that niche might be, cars, mechanics, uh, interior decorating, fashion. So you want to try to pick a niche that you're going to be super passionate about. Step number one. Step number two is you have to make sure you understand what tells a good story to your potential audience. So taking nice pictures and putting them on Instagram isn't necessarily enough anymore. You can't grow a massive following and a massive brand just by posting nice pictures of your involvement in that niche. You have to expand. You have to kind of bring together multiple social media networks figure out where your potential followers are hanging out and make sure that you're, you're speaking to them, you're telling them stories on those particular platforms. So let's just pick interior design. Let's say you love interior design and you wanna to start to grow your personal brand uh, in the interior design space. Now, right now, you're just con you should just be concerned about giving people telling people great stories that they want to hear more of uh, to try to gain a following. You should not even be paying attention to what brands do I want to try to work with because you're just not at that level yet. You have to gain the attention first. So once you're in, you, you have your niche, uh, interior design, then you want to figure out how can you tell great stories through your content. So in interior design, I'd probably pick Instagram, I'd pick Pinterest, uh, and maybe YouTube if you have a good personality and you don't mind getting kind of in front of the camera and uh, getting chummy with your audience, right? So those three platforms are probably a good place to start. And then you wanna learn as much as you can about those three platforms. Instagram has your Instagram feed and it has Instagram stories. So you're gonna to wanna to present your brand uh, it might be you sitting in a really well-decorated living room. Um, and, uh, you know, your next picture, then your stories might tell the story behind that living room. 
So you might do a little behind the scenes, like, hey, I'm sitting in so-and-so's living room. I love how uh, he decorated this, or she you know, made this color, or whatever it might be. So you're kind of telling the story behind the scenes, and then you're presenting the nice, high-quality picture on Instagram. Go over to Pinterest, and you might put out a infographic uh, that says, you know, here are my top five tips to decorating your living room uh, or your living space. And then that might link to a blog where you expound upon that a little bit deeper. And then your YouTube would be a video where you're explaining those top five tips. So that's one really efficient way to create content these days because it can get so confusing. <clears throat> Come up with one idea for content and then figure out how to distribute that out to different platforms. So you're saying the same thing, you're just saying it in a way that's native to those particular platforms. So in this instance, you're in one living room. On Instagram, you're showing a picture of you in that living room. On Instagram stories, you're telling a behind the scenes story, you're maybe giving a tour of that living room. On Pinterest, you're listing the top five ways uh, or the top five tips that uh, that you would use or you would suggest to decorate that living room or the top five uh, strategies that they use to, to decorate that living room. That would kind of make more sense. And then on YouTube, you're doing the same thing, but you're just doing it on video. You're describing those top five strategies. So it's one idea. You're creating content for all the individual platforms. <clears throat> Rinse and repeat and then start to engage with your audience. That's really the key to growing a good following. Now, if you're really good, you're gonna get people to pay attention. If you're a little bit rusty on video and you don't take great pictures on Instagram and uh, your Instagram stories aren't that interesting, there's no way to hack the system. People just won't care. So you have to make sure you're honing your craft, you're getting better, and that you're being authentic and really engaging with your audience. So we've picked a niche, we've uh, started to create content, and you've started to engage people. So what I mean by engage people is not only answer comments and questions people have on, on the particular piece of content, but make sure you're going and you're doing outreach to other people in your, your niche. So find other interior designers, collaborate with them, make sure you're mentioning them in your videos and in your Instagram posts, tag them, go over and like and comment on their uh, feeds so that other people are seeing you guys interact and they're aware of you, you're aware of them, and everybody's aware of both of you. And then rinse and repeat that. So that's kind of where I'd start to become an influencer. And it's really a competitive world out there to get brands' attention. So only trial and error will tell whether you'll be successful at it. And hopefully, just like anything else, you can become better uh, at at interacting and gaining that audience and, and establishing that brand. So eventually you can either approach brands or brands will approach you to send you free products, <clears throat> get you to go in and um, decorate their hotel room. You know, you might get a hotel that contacts you and says, hey, we want you to come design this uh, and help us create content. There's no cookie cutter way that brand influencer relationships work, but there is one con constant and that's you have to be really engaging and show them that there's an audience that cares about you. So those are my tips on how to pick a niche to start out with, how to grow a following, and then you know how to prepare or present yourself to brands uh, for future opportunities. 
So that's it for this episode. Thank you for watching Monster Questions. Make sure you subscribe to see more Q&A sessions about brand building, small business, entrepreneurship, and how to grow an idea in today's digital world. And don't forget, if you have a question yourself, check below. You can text your questions directly to our hotline, um, or you can email them to wearegoodmonster at gmail.com. Both of those are below. Send your questions, and we'll see you next time.